Hey everyone, this is Nick at uh, Great Lakes Comic Con, and I am here with Paul Souls. Uh, you know, there's Tom Holland, there's Nicholas Hammond, there's Andrew Garfield, there's Tobey Maguire, but for me and a whole generation of Gen Xers and baby boomers, this is Spider-Man. Mr. Souls did the voice of the animated Spider-Man in the late 60s. It was the first time we'd ever seen Spider-Man on TV. It was the first time his origin had ever been told on TV. Mr. Souls, tell us about your career. How did you get started? How did you end up as a voice actor? Among the other things I'm sure you've done. Well, there I was sitting on a cloud and St. Michael came along and said, Sister Angela and I would like to star you in a TV series of, but only your voice. Uh, and I'm kidding you. <laughs> I didn't mean to be sacrilegious. It, it's like though to be picked my career has been more good fortune than good management. And so the good luck to have been cast for the voice uh, of Spider-Man and Peter Parker in this series, the first of many big series where the voice tracks were done in Toronto, Canada, which is where I was born and raised, uh, is again, signifies how much good luck I've had in my career. And that goes for TV, film, radio, stage, uh, and the occasional uh, ice show. No, it's a, it's a joke. So that's my story, and, and I'm really very grateful for the, the fates. Well, what's so interesting is Spider-Man, the character, was probably only about four or five years old when this cartoon was first done. How, how did this cartoon production come about? Well, I'm not absolutely certain, except for, if you're speaking of Spider-Man, in uh, 64, uh, two producers at NBC um, came to Toronto because they'd heard from Orson Welles that the best pool of English-speaking actors, voice actors, radio actors, were in Toronto. And that's because, you know, we've, our cultures bridge England and uh, America. So we're familiar with the accents. Uh, we had no other national theater in Canada except for radio, CBC Radio. That's where we all learned the craft. And so it was natural if these uh, uh, marks and, um, uh, I'm sorry, it's the hour. Uh, uh, the two producers yes. came to Toronto because they heard this great pool of, of talent was there and of course, we didn't have an agreement with AFTRA, so we worked cheap. And that made the production possible. And after that, many productions originated in Toronto for the voice work. And while Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was the first, Spider-Man and scores of others followed. I was in one with Smokey the Bear, and the original Smokey, uh, come on boys and girls, don't uh, fool around with fire, was done here. Professor Kitzel and his magic machine. Um, uh, Bruce Banner, uh, the Incredible Hulk. Many, many more. So it started a long trail of excellent opportunities. Okay, so did you know the Spider-Man character when you were uh, offered the job? No. I'm in a way ashamed or embarrassed to say. Because, remember, it had only been about four years 
And I don't think, I think a lot of people kind of looked at Stan Lee when he created it and said, what? You've got a superhero who is wearing a full costume. He's not very good getting it on with the girls, and he's a scientist and teenager. I mean, this is not a superhero. Well, Lee persisted, of course, and the rest is legend. So I was getting a little bit old for comic books. Lots of background in comedy, um, which I won't list for you, but it goes right back to the 40s and 30s. Uh, so that was my touchstone. Um, and this radio drama background, uh, cartoon, uh, not cartoons, but short subjects in the movies, these were all places of interest for me. And that's what got me trained, if you like, to uh, be able to handle this work with glee. Now, as I said at the top of the interview, I'm extremely biased, but for my money, no one has ever played that character better than you. You captured Peter Parker and Spider-Man both so perfectly. How did you prepare to play the role? How did you tackle the role, if you will? Nick, you're very kind, but the fact I mean, of the matter... No, I think you'll <laughs> find most actors will, will agree the, the writing comes first. If the writing is good, whether it's stage, film, radio, whatever, any good or decent, competent actor will use that fine writing to know the character they want to portray. It, it's right there in the writing. Now, for a, a person like me, not a big stud, uh, wildly good-looking or anything, uh, Peter Parker was a lot easier to play an earnest guy, enjoy taking pictures, keen to be a good employee, work for J. Jonah Jameson, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, able to be annoyed when Jameson chewed him out. To play Spidey, though, a superhero, <coughs> a stud, uh, was not that easy. So all I could do was say, well, if I really could be this, how would it sound? Remembering it's a cartoon, it's not uh, a standard motion picture where the, you're the person there right. without any clothes on. Uh, and it took a bit of time. So to hear you say that that first impression, I'm, I'm inclined to say to you with gratitude, that because it was the first, it may be that you see as a, a good one. Right. But uh, I can't take any credit for really crafting a studly voice, except what my own mind would say. Okay, I know you want to get going. I just got to... Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Good. I, I don't want to... I have sandwiches. Okay. Because I, I got a couple more questions oh, for you. <laughs> now... Um, were you a, now? I believe this show ran for three seasons, if I'm not mistaken. And it, this, the third season is when Ralph Bakshi took over the animation. Is that correct? Um, oh, you're going to have to talk to my son about that. I really apologize. Most of us in that company, the acting company, had day jobs. Yes. This was like playtime. Okay. So to keep track of this kind of history is uh, something I'm afraid I didn't have much interest in doing to know only that the scripts kept coming we kept being able to do slightly more enlarged 
versions of the characters we were given. You know, when we weren't playing the lead, yes. in my case, Spidey, others, uh, uh, Bruce Banner, the Hulk, etc., we would be the cops or the robbers or the lawyers sure. or the uh, principals or whatever. So, uh, I'm sorry, you... you your, your question was about... What, what, what I wanted to ask you was, uh, at some point, uh, I believe the original production company ran out of money and it was turned over to a second... And I, the, look of, the whole look of the show changed. And I was just wondering how you felt about the drastic difference in the Bakshi produced series. It made no difference to me. Okay, that's what it I was wondering. It made no difference to me. And you can't we were tell already in the characters. Well, yeah. we were all into the characters. And of course, as is happening even today, every month, every year, the breadth of subject matter, kind of actor. I mean, I won't go into the LGBTF categories, but the expansion of possibilities keeps getting greater every year. And that was happening then. So the idea of this person's writing or that person's animation really didn't... All we knew was how far can we go and get away with it? Okay. Uh, and it wasn't a matter of any other choice. Okay. And now, uh, what are you working on these days, sir? What are you up to? Well, I'm doing a, a, cable, a web series called uh, My 90-year-old my year, my roommate. My grandson, fictionally, has moved into my condo. He's a millennial, if that's the right word. Yes. And the two generations... Interacting is what the subject of the stories are about. I'm finding out about what kids think, and he's giving me words and phrases that I would blush to say. And every time we did an episode and there was maybe one blue word or subject that was a little touchy, yeah. I would think to myself, my God, what would my mother say if she saw me doing these parts? I mean, in, in one episode, which I loved, was about Uber drivers. Okay. The two of us are competing to see who could get the best rating from the the bus passengers. And the last line of the episode has a dirty word in it. And here I am getting able, allowed to say, you know, and thinking, God, that was fun. But boy, if my mother heard this. Anyway, that that's the fun of it. How do we see the show? It's, uh, as I understand, it's on uh, the Internet. On uh, There's a category uh, digital media or whatever okay, new I media that, yeah. it's only that okay. it's underwritten by the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation okay. it may be on YouTube or whatever sure. Google that's the way you find it I don't know the other way all right well that's called my 90 year old roommate look for it online with the great legendary Paul Souls it's been my privilege and pleasure to interview you thank sir you thank you so, you so much, much.